Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. The Montreal Economic Institute has a debt clock for Canada. And this week, the MEI released a report titled Debt Service Charges. Not the main type of service we should be funding. Maria Lily Shaw is the economist with the Montreal Economic Institute and the author of the report. Ms. Shaw, thank you for taking the time. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Now let's talk about, uh, about where we are. And I'm just quoting from your release. The ballooning of the federal debt in years, recent years has a very tangible impact on our ability to pay for public services. We've updated our debt clock and the federal debt burden will grow by $447 million a day, or over $18 million an hour. Please continue. Well, yeah, you summed it up uh, quite well. Um, this year's budget has set two new records, neither of which are anything to brag about. The first is the longest period in Canadian history between budgets. That's 762 days. So we waited over two years for the Liberals to present a proper budget since the last time they did so. And the second new record is the highest level of federal debt in Canadian history. So it's projected to reach $1.3 trillion by 2022, which means that our federal debt has more than doubled since its last peak in 1997. Now, this is an astronomical amount of money. So just to break it down like you did, it means that the federal debt over the next year will increase by $18 million per hour. That's $1 billion every two days. And perhaps the worst thing about this year's budget is the fact that it's missing a clear and concrete plan to return to a balanced budget. We Just before I, I started speaking with you, I spoke with Yves Giroux, the parliamentary budget officer, who was our guest on the program. And I mentioned to him, and he completely uh, concurred, where you write in the report, 6% of the federal budget is currently allocated just to cover interest payments on the debt, but this is going to climb to 9% in 2025 26 or over $39 billion a year, nearly $1 out of every 10 to just pay for interest. Exactly. It's, um, it's almost sickening. And for that's in 2025 for the $39 billion. And this year alone, it's over $22 billion that will be spent on the debt service charges. And again, this is a huge number. So just to put it into perspective, let's consider the fact that the federal government spends over 187 times more servicing its debt than it does supporting Canada's veterans. And if we instead compare it to home care, mental health, and homelessness prevention combined, nearly seven times more resources are allocated to paying interest on our country's debt. So surely these funds could be put to better use. And obviously this amount, like you said, is only going to grow larger over the next few years. What do you, what do you say to uh, the argument that's put forward, and we keep hearing it over and over and over, and I suppose the objective is that eventually it'll saturate your brain so much you won't think beyond the argument. And the argument is that, look, interest rates are low. They're at record lows. We can afford this. You're right. We have heard that over and over again. Canadians are being told that such aggressive debt expansion is sustainable because of the historically low interest rates. 
But that's not really an excuse. It's really rather irresponsible to simply bank on these rates remaining at such rock bottom levels. And I'll, I'll tell you why. Already we're seeing signs of inflation in the United States. And it would be very surprising if Canada didn't follow suit. And just as it was done in the past, interest rates will begin to rise as a way to slow down inflation. And once interest rates begin to rise, it's a slippery slope from there because it really wouldn't take much of a jump in the interest rate to have a substantial effect on our public finances at this point. Yeah, and we can't afford that. No, no, we cannot. With $22 billion this year spent on public debt charges, I think uh, we have other things to do with that money. So what would make sense? What would the recommendation be? Well, um, other than the, the other programs that I mentioned that would be much more worthy of those funds, Beyond funding programs, this money could also be put back into the wallets of Canadians through tax cuts, which I believe would be welcome since we are among the most taxed populations in the world. Mm-hmm. There's also the fact that our um, premiers did ask for a $28 billion injection for their health care. Um, they did get a $4 billion injection, which is not quite what they were hoping, but still, maybe if debt servicing charges weren't so expensive, you know, maybe more funds could be directed towards helping the provinces finance their healthcare systems, which uh, are in dire need of improvement right now, as we know. Yeah, Mr. Giroux said that uh, if, in fact, expensive programs were necessary to be funded, and I put, I did point out to the health transfer that the provinces were asking for, and we've spoken with Premier Scott Miller of Saskatchewan about that, the 28 or 29 billion that we're asking for. He said the money is not going to be there if, um, if, if interest rates start to climb and if the current dynamics start to change, the money's not going to be there. And the only way we're going to be able to fund or take care of things, fund programs, is to raise taxes. And the other option is to drop other programs. That's not sound fiscal management. No, absolutely not. Raising, well, like you said, the spike that we're seeing in the federal debt could force Ottawa to increase the federal sales tax to boost its revenue, which is not at all, at all what Canadians need right now while we're just getting out of this pandemic. So the only way to stop wasting so much taxpayer money on on debt service charges is to shrink the federal debt. But like I said, we're missing a clear and concrete plan to return to a balanced budget. So it's really hard to see where they're going with this. Hopefully they will will establish a plan. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.